Welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business sustainability. And our guest this week, well, his business is not a photocopy like any other business. In fact, his business is rather sharp. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we're celebrating small businesses for big breakthroughs. Welcome to Small Business Celebration, and our guest this week is Tim Murphy, the owner of Select Business Systems of Bakersfield. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you, Mike. And for visioneers who don't know who you are, who are you, and what is it that you do? My name is Tim Murphy, and I own Select Business Systems of Bakersfield, and we are a solutions providing company for digital imaging machines. In other words, photocopiers, scanners, printers, toner, all that sort of good stuff. Sales, service, and supplies, Mike. For those of us here in the digital age, everything is online. Everything is on the computer. We got rid of paper back in the 80s, and yet you guys are doing a bang-up business with photocopiers and printers and the like. Why is that? In a, in a short summary, okay? Yeah, sure. Things have changed in the last 10 years. Right. I think what you're, you're seeing now is people are doing probably 85% of scanning oh, okay. versus prints. Right. But you're still going to have those clients that come into your office, right. okay? And they're still going to want the copies of things uh, to not only give to the banks, to give to the real estate people, right. to give to other organizations within your city. The government still wants things on paper. They do. Okay, and it's getting more and more and more where you think it'd be less, less, and less. Right. So that's what we're seeing right now, okay? We're also seeing that people are taking their documents and mm -hmm. they're storing them to the cloud. Okay. Okay, so right. they can retrieve them at any time. Right. So that's what we offer. We offer the third-party software to help them do that. And the other part of it, too, is printing is not dead. No. People still want full-color representations of the products and services that they sell. How are you going through and helping the business owner do that? We go in, we take a good snapshot of your organization, we right. take a look at your volume needs, mm -hmm. okay? Do you need color? Do you need black and white? Do you need scanning? Do you right. need sorting and finishing sure. options? Do you need three-hole punch? Right. Et cetera, et cetera. So we go in and look at everything that you have, and then we put a proposal together based on what we found. Where is that transition point for your customers typically when they've gone from the stage of I went down to the local you know, office supply store and I've bought the, the printer for my desk? That's a very good question. Where, where, where is that transition? Is it three employees, five employees, 20, 100? Where is that? Well, I think what you're going to find is when you go to the office places, okay, right. And you ask for those small desktop printers to put within your facility. Right. What they don't tell you right. is the cost of operation. Uh, That's what separates the copier dealer from the store-bought imagers, okay? okay? What they find is they give the machines away. They're cheap. Right. They're three sure. to five hundred bucks. Right. Okay. Some of them are two hundred. Some of them they'll give with a computer. Right. Right. But they don't tell you that the volume range on your toners, and your drums, right. and your fuser sections, okay, right. are going to cost this astronomical price. It's and almost as much, if not more, than the printer itself. Absolutely, and it ends up costing five times more than the printer in the long run. But I can't afford, as a business owner 
to go through and buy one of these large printers and copiers from you because you know one of these copiers goes for how much? Well, I mean your average machine goes from three to fourteen thousand. Well, yeah, there's there's yeah. you know I, I've only got a handful of employees. There's no way I can afford that. Right. So, so how do I deal with this? But within the last five years, right. Sharp has come out with a full A3 line right. that are desktop compatible, uh. okay? So right behind you there, as you notice, we have what we call our A3 models, which are small enough to sit on the desktop nice. and compete against the home bot models at these other stores I've mentioned. So what if my cash flow, though, is not in such a way that I can go through and I can shell out 14 grand for a copier? We have leasing available for you. We have rentals available for you. Now, uh, you have to forgive me because, you know, you're right by Gasoline Alley. Yes, <laughs> you I know? am. And, and everybody knows the horror stories about leasing when it comes for, for cars, you know, because it's the last thing that you want to do. How is leasing a copier from you different so that it's not the kind of same sucker punch that you would, that is normally associated with buying a car or, or leasing a car? So we have several different lease programs available, okay? okay? Some of the lease programs allow you to not only lease it from a month-to-month -month basis, okay, mm -hmm. from 12 months all the way up to 63 months, right. we also allow you to buy it out at the end of the lease. Oh, okay. So you could either buy it out for a dollar or you could buy it out for a fair market value. Okay. Fair market value ranges anywhere from 10% to 20%, okay, depending on how the lease company sets it. Is this like a lease-to-own kind of a program? Correct. And is the leasing set up in such a way that it's based on volume so that you're going through and you're set, setting up your copiers for 30,000 copies a quarter or 100,000 How How does that part of the leasing program work? That's called a cost per copy lease, okay? okay. So we could do a CPC lease for you. We have several different programs. We okay. could do copy blocks for you. What's that? Copy blocks is, let's say that you do a million copies a month. Okay and you want to kill it off and be done with it in 12 months. Right. So you have 12 million copies on the copy machine. We pull the machine out, we put a new one in, you just continue to make your copies, okay? It. So it's based on the number of copies and usage, right. okay? So cost per copy, let's say I come into your office and you do 5,000 copies a month, okay? Right. And we go for six, 60 month lease, right. as an example. What we do is, each month you get 5,000 copies, okay? And at the end of that, we pull the machine out, and we could do it 12 months prior to the lease you know, expiration. Right. Right. Pull that machine out, put a new machine in, you continue to do the 5,000 or whatever growth you've experienced, and we'll set your copies at that. So the number two question that every business owner is asking, the first one being how much does it cost? We just talked about that. Mm -hmm. But the second one is, is how is this going to improve my business? After we take our snapshot, we come in and we talk to you, we sit down with you, we look at the bills that you've presently been paying for the past 12 months, right. even 24 months if you wish, okay? Mm -hmm. And we give you an average overall. This is what you're averaging every month for the last two years. Once we do that, then we come in with, with, with a proposal that's gonna make dollars and cents. When we come back, we're going to talk more about expanding your sales staff. But before we do that, Tim, if visionaries want to get in touch with you and learn more about what you have to offer, how do they do that? They can go to our website. They can come to our office. And what is your website? Our website is www.sbsofbak.com. Okay. And our address is 3001 Auto Mall Drive. Bakersfield, California, 93313. Our phone number here is 
2100. Social media? Social media, Facebook, and I think that's it. <laughs> and we're going to talk more about sales, sales, sales. How do you find the right salesperson when we come right back? The winter season is rapidly approaching, but are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather? Bakersfield's best tire store, Clarou Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. Give Clarou Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at ClarouTire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 today. I'm here with Tim Murphy, the owner of Select Business Systems of Bakersfield, and our visionary question comes from Savannah, who asks, with the recession we're in, our business is expanding our marketing budget and bringing on additional sales staff. But it's been a while. What are you looking for when you go through the mountains of sales candidates found on an online job recruiter? Wow, there's a lot, a lot of, <laughs> lot of variables, Mike. Right, okay. And I think what we've experienced is we go through twice as many candidates now than we have in the past. Really? Why yes. is that? I think because some of them, some people call you back, some mm -hmm. people don't, some people set appointments, some people don't show. I mean, for the most part, though, uh, it's a pretty good selection out there mm. right now. I, I think that I've, just with my experience, I think what's going on now is the people that we do hire are having to go out there and work twice as hard. Mm. And I'm not a good artist, Mike, okay? Right. When an individual comes in to interview, I tell them how hard it is. I don't paint a good picture right. of this business because it takes a lot of work, but the rewards are tremendous. How many salespeople do you typically have? Three to four. Three to four. Yeah. And just ballpark, what kind of sales volume does do the three or four typically generate for your business? On an annual basis? Yeah. Yeah, yeah roughly speaking. A million, million two. Okay. And you've had three or four salespeople in your business for 20 oh, years, 30 years? Gosh, three or four salespeople. I've had them for up to eight to 10 years. You do have some turnover, but it's yeah. not its not a lot of turnover. It's kind of minimal. I've been kind of blessed in that direction, Mike, when right. you talk about that, because most of my staff, my, my oldest staff member here is 13 years this year. Right. Congratulations. And thank you. And, and actually, one, two, three, four, five of my staff members are coming up on 12 and 13. Wow. So it's it's been a good go at it as far as that goes. I mean, it takes a lot, but you got to provide a culture mm. that's exciting for these people look forward to coming to work every day. So you've scared them at the beginning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you scared them, told them all the horror stories. Oh, yeah. And then you say, now do you go and come work for me? Right. <laughs> okay. And then when they get on board, they see the culture. Uh, I mean, as you notice, we have a nice game room in the back for all the employees. Right. Okay. We do barbecues in the summertime. We have good Christmas events. We have all these events, right. and you know something, it's, it's, it's not that Tim Murphy is making the sale or some of my other staff sales members. When one person makes a sale, the nice part about it, 
we all celebrate, mm, okay? So nice. you're not just celebrating Tim's big sale right. or Richard's big sale or Kathy's big sale per right. se. We're celebrating together because it takes a team of people to deliver, put together, and make a customer satisfied. You also do something else very important here. What's that? And <laughs> gee, what do I know? <laughs> I What's do that, something. <laughs> but you also have your sales program set up so that when the new salesperson comes in and they see the $14,000 machine and they're trying to convince the business owner to, to lease or buy this machine, that can be seems rather daunting at the very beginning. But you've got your program set up so that there's baby steps yes. and baby steps. Walk us through briefly how that works because it's one thing to get the qualified candidate coming into your business. It's another thing to scare them and so that you're weeding out the thick from the thatch. But now you've got the salesperson and you're investing a lot of time, money, effort, resources in training this person. You don't want them walking out the door the week, first week on the job. Well, I, I think that we provide a lot of training, okay? Mm -hmm. They have to get gold certified on Sharp. Right. That's their first week. Right. Once they get through that, we go through the pricing, we go through the leasing, we go through the forms. We take and we put that individual with our service manager, our admin staff, mm. and we make sure they learn every aspect of the company, mm. okay? They have to, otherwise they're not gonna feel comfortable. Right. Then we sit down and we go through the machines. We make sure they're fully trained on the machines. They give us demos, we give them demos. It's gotta be a comfort level, okay? Right. If you're selling something you're not comfortable with, Mike, you're gonna be uncomfortable, period, right. Right. okay? So we we take the time, and I'm a, I've learned since 2007 when I purchased this right. to, to 2023, right. it takes patience, okay? And it's not learned in a day. Right. I would rather have them go out to the small mom and pop shops to break uh, their teeth, okay? okay? And we go out with the reps. We help train the reps. Mm. We bring up, we, we do the walkthroughs right. with the reps. We hold their hands through the sales. Mm. And doing so, they feel more confident. You have to build confidence in somebody. Right. I don't care if you're selling widgets to the widget master, Mike. Right. You've got to have confidence in what you're selling. If you don't, you're going to feel uneasy about it. You're going to go out there. You're just going to drive around town all day. Like a lot of business owners, 2008 was an exciting year. <laughs> for some. <laughs> for some. And yet for you, this is where the big breakthrough in your business came. Tell us, first of all, for those that have forgotten 2008 or were still young at the time, very briefly, what happened in 2008 and how did it impact your business? Well, I bought the business in 2007. Oh, no. And you didn't know. You didn't I, know did, I had no idea. The writing wasn't even on the wall. Right, right? sure. Right. Bought the business in 2007. In 2008, the economy and the, I guess it was the real estate industry right. just took a flop. Right. At that point, I had to sit back and I didn't have any nails left because I was chewing them off going, okay, what are we going to do? Right. So what we ended up doing is buying tons of used equipment. Okay. Refurbing that used equipment, Mike. Okay. Putting it out and I carried the paper on it to get the monthly payments for 63 months. Okay. So wait a minute. Time out for a second here on this. When you took the paper on this, 
does that mean that you had to go to the bank, borrow the money when they're not giving out money to business owners to, to be able to do this? Oh, yeah. You are a salesman. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because banks didn't want to do that. Mike, in 2007, I, I borrowed the money to buy the business from a gentleman out of Fresno. Right. Okay. This was one of his branches. I worked for him 10 years prior. Okay. Came to work. A couple months into it, boom, everything exploded. Right. I'm scratching my head going, okay, what am I going to do? So I had to take a weekend in the RV. Right. Go to the beach. Right. Put it together. Came back. Called up all my distributors and said, I want to buy your used equipment. They shipped it to me. I had my technical staff rip them down and rebuild them back up. Put them out there. Gave five-year warranties on every machine that we had. Nice. And we survived. Nice. Yeah, it was, it was just... I felt for the customers if I didn't. Does that make sense? Because right. they've had me for so long. Right. And then all of a sudden I just disappear because he's going to sell it to somebody else? No. So I bit the bullet. I hawked the ranch. Okay. okay. Right. I took savings, everything I had. It was a crapshoot, Mike. Big gamble. And here we are, 15. It's our 16th year in business. Not too bad. And because of that breakthrough, because of that lesson, you also survived COVID. I did. For the same exact reason. I did. When we come back, we're going to talk about the planning fallacy and the infamous Maserati story. <laughs> we come right back. The reason we're talking with Tim Murphy, the owner of Select Business Systems of Bakersfield, is because of the financial support that comes from visionaries just like you through our Patreon page. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash small business celebration and see bonus content, bonus information, and bonus material that you can use to grow a strong and profitable business. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash small business celebration, look at the tiers, find out which one is the best one for you, and help us celebrate another small business making a big breakthrough. I'm here with Tim Murphy, the owner of Select Business Systems of Bakersfield, and our visionary question comes from Patrick who asks, I came across a fancy economic term, the planning fallacy, a fancy way of saying procrastination. How have you fought this demon to keep you and your business moving forward? That's a tough one, Mike. <laughs> well, it's something we all face. You know, <laughs> right. I can put this off till next Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I know, and I, you just can't. You mm. just can't. You got to be driven. Mm. I mean, there's so many different aspects. I get up every morning. I look in the mirror, and like I've said before, Mike, I've always said to you, there's no such thing as failure. Okay, right. so you put your pants on one leg at a time. You come to work. You meet and greet all your employees. You pump them up. I remember when they used to come in in the morning. I'd crank up the music, get everybody riled up, get everybody pumping and going. Right. And it just makes for a funner day, okay? Right. So. But this didn't happen in a vacuum. No. For you, this is something that is a skill. It's I don't know if it's a skill, Mike. Okay. I, I just think that I've, I get excited when I think about coming to work. Okay. Okay. I'm excited every morning when I get up and I got a heartbeat at right. my age. But <laughs> You're not that old. I'm, I'm just sorry. Saying, you know? <laughs> just saying, Mikey. But it's, it's, you, you got to be self-driven right. and you really do. And you know, to procrastinate, I like to get stuff done now. If I get stuff done now, it's done. Right. It's off my plate. I can move forward and have fun. Right. I'm a fun guy. I like to go out and have fun. Right. I like to enjoy my customers. We've built some good friendships out there. I like to go on lunch with them. Right. 
whatever. Tell me the infamous Maserati story. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason is, is because when I went through and I asked other people who knew Tim before this conversation, this was the story they kept bringing up over and over again. So, Tim, please tell us the Maserati story. Well, Mike, you know, when we're young, we, we want those fancy sports cars. And we want to show we're successful. We want to show our success, right? right, right. Well, times have changed for me. <laughs> but I'll tell you the Maserati story. The Maserati story goes like this. So I go down to San Diego. I pick up my Maserati. Right. Beautiful car, champagne, tan interior, everything I loved. It was beautiful. Took it home, brought it back home, drove it to work for 20 days. Well. 20 days. And Kathy decided to drive with me one day, my wife. Right. So with that being said, we had our dog, which was Buddy at that time, and the dog, a little Shih Tzu, right. in the back seat. Uh -huh. So I decided to drive down White Lane and hit Allen Road. Right. If you're familiar with Bakersfield, everyone. Right. And I get up to Ming Avenue right. on Allen Road. Right. And my wife goes, it smells like something's burning. Oh, no. I go, hold on. I rolled the window down. I think it's outside. So I kept going. <laughs> so I get all the way up to Palm Avenue right. on Allen Road. Right. And it's, I go, you know, you might be right. I go, this is, I go, hold on. No, it's outside. <laughs> so I keep going past Rosedale. I get to meet him. Right. And Kathy goes, honey, this is really smelling bad. <laughs> I go, I don't know what. She goes, what is burning outside? All of a sudden, the whole cab of the car fills up with white smoke. Oh, no. I have to pull over by the veterinary clinic right there right. at Meacham and, and Allen. Right. We, all three of us, I mean, you can't see because it's white smoke, electrical right. smoke. We jump out of the Maserati, and we stand there and watch it burn. <laughs> Your very own $100,000 plus barbecue. Yeah, so that was a good time. So that was a good time. So uh, I stood there, and, and they got the fire out and found out that my alternator right. on a Ferrari engine, right? you know, trying to be cool, Mike, by that Ferrari engine, right, <laughs> had fried. Well, it caught the rest of it on fire, too. Wow. Yeah, flames were shooting out from under it. So. Wow, wow. Something else. It's a good, it's a good time. <laughs> and, and the lesson learned? Uh Buy a GMC <laughs> that, uh, <coughs> because I think my priorities have changed as I've gotten older, Mike. Okay. okay? My priorities are this now. It's just, I used to lease cars and I used to buy cars, okay? Mm -hmm. Well, my wife and I, we had leased cars for the past six years. Right. And finally I got to the point when there was 0% interest, why am I going to do this? Right. And I'm 58, okay? And at this point, I'm in the slow down mode. Right. Does that make sense? Right. I'm in the payoff mode. Right. So I told her, I said, I'm going to buy this GMC the way I want it. I bought the Denali. Right. And I'm going to pay it off. And I'm going to never buy another truck as long as I live. But that Maserati, it was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was super nice. Okay. You can go out and you can sell the head of lettuce. Or you can go to the store and you could buy the bag salad. Mm. 
Does that make sense? Right. The back salad is going to come with the carrots, the cabbage, everything you need to complete it, okay? Right. That's what we do here. We don't just sell the head of lettuce, okay? Does that make sense? Right. So with that being said, I know it's kind of an old analogy, but I still use it, and it makes good sense. Sure. I think we supply, here at SBS, we give people a place that they can call if they have a question, okay? You're going to notice that a lot of copier companies in town have been bought up. And they've been bought up by companies that are not in town. Right. Big corporate, okay? So we're down to about two or three right. that are local companies only, right. okay? My corporation's here. My staff is here. My service technicians are here. I'm here. My wife's here with the Accounts Payable, Accounts Receivable Department. Right. Everybody is here locally. So you're not press one for supplies, right. press two for toner, right. press three for service. Right. You don't have that, Mike. You have that personal touch. And what I could tell people is keep it that way. Keep it that way because there's people in Bakersfield that want that. Tim, this has been a real privilege. Thank you for joining us here on Small Business Celebration. Thanks for having me, Mike. I really appreciate the opportunity. If visioneers want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Get in touch with me? Yeah. Our website is www.sbsofbak.com. Phone number is 661-397-2100. Location is 3001 Auto Mall Drive, Bakersfield, California, 93313. Look for the big SBS sign right on the front of the building. Sure. Or look for the SBS vehicles that we have out there all the time. And I will be right back with my final thought. Your priorities have changed. One of the great things about Tim Murphy, of course, is his story about this Maserati that burnt to the ground. And I don't know about you, but if you're in a position with your business and you're developing and you're growing and you finally get to the point where financially you're able to afford a $100,000 plus Italian sports car, to see it burn to the ground right in front of you in less than 30 days after you bought it, that's kind of a shock. That's kind of devastating. But what I found interesting about that story is what happened after that. You see, Tim's priorities have changed as he's grown, as his business has grown and developed. What he wants is now different too. He just wants a good old dependable, reliable GMC Denali pickup truck with zero payments and something that's going to last him for a while. Now that got me to thinking about me and Small Business Celebration and the various conversations I've had with visioneers like you. You see, when I first started Small Business Celebration five years ago, I was just doing it for fun. You know, this would be great fun to talk to successful business owners and learn what makes them tick. And then the priority became, well, let's make this thing profitable, yes! But my parameters since then have also changed. You see, like a couple nights ago, I was at an event and peppered throughout the evening, I had visioneers like yourselves coming up to me and, and telling me about how your business has changed, how it has evolved because of the guests we have had on Small Business Celebration and the things that you have learned. And it got me to thinking, and I was also talking with my wife about this, and yeah, I kind of like that. And we're growing now because of it. Our, our priorities here at Small Business Celebration have changed and evolved 
as well. So we're growing, and so should you. After all, it's okay as your business grows for your priorities to change. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Tim Murphy, the owner of Select Business Systems of Bakersfield, and I hope you learned something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. And we'll see you here again next week when we celebrate another small business making a big breakthrough. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration Podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.